podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This is Charlie Parsons for Boxing Social in association with Forged Irish Stout, Empire Fight Store and Freebets.com. Delighted to be joined with Mr. James Buddy McGurt. It's been a minute, my brother. We, uh, we've known each other for a couple of years now. How are you? Good and yourself? All good, my man. All good. Um, you're over in Quebec. Just firstly, we were having a little chat off camera. Uh, the weather over there is mad, isn't it? Um, forget about it, man. Listen, I left New York to get away from this, and <laughs> it's got even worse. Yeah, and unbelievable. But you know, besides that, they're treating us. They're treating us good, so I can't complain. Um, just I suppose, just firstly on that, Quebec, is it a place that you've been to before for boxing? Uh, what's your experience been like over there so far and enjoying taking it all in with Callum? Well, this is my second time here. Okay. And the first time I was here was just as cold as it is now. So I've never been here in the spring or summertime, but it is what it is. You know, it comes with the job and, um... I'm all right. I'm cool with it. I mean, I'm used to the cold, so it don't really bother me that much. Working overtime and obviously uh, preparing over Christmas um, for Callum's fight. Just uh, on that, how has that been? I know that sort of would have spent the time down in the Rotonda in Liverpool. Uh, some great people. You know, I went home for Christmas. Okay. Then I came back like two days. I came home like uh, like two days after Christmas. And uh, we just picked up where we left off. You know, I was there for New Year's. I stayed in Liverpool for New Year's, you know, and we just trained all the way through. Let's um, sort of dissect the fight as such. Obviously, not ideal for either fighter um, to do the delay. Um, but now, Callum, even more inactive. We know that been out the ring for a long, long time now. Viterbiev, his last fight will be more or less a year ago to this day with Anthony Yard. So both facing inactivity. It doesn't phase you with Callum's inactivity? When you got two veterans like this, at this level, it don't matter. Since Callum's moved up to 175 pounds, he's uh, just shown the power. It can be devastating. And it was obviously spoken about that he would be moving up for a long, long time. You now believe he, he's found his level and, and, and definitely competes with the best up at 175? Without a doubt. Just, just, just as simple as that? As simple as that, without a doubt. I got a thousand percent confidence in him. Um, talk to me a little bit about the preparation. How do you prepare for a man as tough as Arthur Baturbiev? I mean, you know, see, I, I'm an old school guy. You mm. know, so my my thing is this: you just prepare for the best, and you prepare for any and everything. You just don't prepare for one certain individual. You know, it's like you you got to fight. You know, it's going to be a tough fight. And so you prepare for the best, better be if that there is. And that's it. Don't focus on one thing. Work on everything. What did you make of his fight with Anthony Yard? I'm going to be 100% honest with you. I watched bits and pieces of it. So I really couldn't tell you much because I don't remember. Now, we was at my house. Matter of fact, Callum was there. We watched it at my house. And now we was just, you know, I had a lot of people over. Everybody was talking. So I really wasn't paying it any mind, to be honest with you. I know sort of how you view things and you'll never look at a fire as, a fighter as like tired or weary, but a lot of people are saying if there was ever a time for Baturbiev to lose, it would probably be now. We know just how good Callum is. 
Um, with the sort of miles on the clock, the injury phase coming straight back off surgery, do you feel like now is the perfect time? Is that the feeling in and around the camp? Well, my thing is this. I'm I'm not looking like that. I'm looking at it as the best better be if there is. Mm. And that's the way you got to take it because you know he's going to come 1,000% ready. There's been so much talk about the uh, Bivol undisputed fight out in Saudi Arabia. Do you believe that there's a chance they may be overlooking you? I don't know. I think, you know, I'm I'm going to say no. Okay. Because I, I believe that Bedebiev and his crew, uh, there's a very good training group. He's surrounded by good people. And I think that they don't believe in putting the cart before the horse. Um, we know that Eddie's flying out tomorrow to uh, to support Callum, a fight that they desperately wanted to land themselves, but wasn't to be. Do you believe that you get a, f- a fair crack at the whip, it obviously being in Baturbiev's backyard, his residence now in Canada? Well, you know, it's, this is how I see it, man. No matter where you fight today, you never know what's going to happen. You could be in your own backyard, you don't know what's going to happen. So I, I don't focus on that. I don't think about that. Stylistically, we know that he's a, a vicious puncher. Um, he can definitely take a shot as well, but he's been dropped a couple of times now. Like we say, thirty-eight years of age. What sort of without giving the game plan away? But what do you think Callum's better than? And sort of what do you expect him to sort of break him down and 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 Callum's opportunities to come? Listen, I think that I know for a fact that before anything, we got to get better beers respect early. We have to. There's no if ands or buts about it because if you don't, you're in a world of trouble. Because once he builds up momentum, that's it. You're done. So you've we got to get him out of his comfort zone early. You've been on the pads with Callum. We've seen at his two fights at 175 just how a devastating puncher he is. You believe he will get his respect early. And the minute that he lands flush, that sort of Baturbiev almost won't be the same fight. I, I, I think that um, I, 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 I know that uh, Mr. Ramsey and Scully... Uh, have a plan B and C. So I'm not worrying about that. Don't get me wrong. I'm not worrying about that, but I know there is a plan B and C, but we want to put him in a position where he's looking for a plan D. You know what I'm saying? You always want to prepare for everything, but does that say a lot about Callum and how good he is that they've already got the backup plans in in sort of, you know, they're not expecting... Oh yeah, I mean, listen, when you're facing a guy like Callum, and same when you're fighting a guy like Better Be, you know, we... You just can't prepare one way for these guys. I'm saying you can't you can't prepare. You gotta be prepared for any and everything. And that's what we've done. That's why I believe in when you get to a certain level, you gotta be ready for any and everything. You just can't prepare for one thing because if you do and that don't happen, then you shit out of luck. Is Callum Smith can Callum Smith stop him come Saturday? I don't I don't how can I put it? I don't predict stuff like that. No, but can I just don't I just don't. I'm just going to say we're going to get the victory. Yeah, but can he stop him? I don't ask you to predict it, but do you believe he can stop him? <laughs> I'm not going to answer that. <laughs> All right, buddy. Um, just on the world of, of boxing as a whole, now reflecting back on 2023, uh, a, a good year for you? You know, I had a few fights canceled, but yeah. I believe everything happens for a reason. Yeah. So it was a good year because I'm here to be. I, I lived to be in 2024. So, so it was always. It's always a good year. You know what I mean, uh, but it was good. It ended good. I had to kill Khalil Majid. Had a good win. You know what I mean. Uh, and um, 
he looked really good doing it. And uh, so now we're off and running. So I was just going to ask you about Khalil. I get on very well with his manager, Sam. And he always raved about him. And uh, when I was speaking to him about the link up, he praised you and said that sort of within the first week of being with you, it was sort of like, we'll see how good you are. And then you really got on and things just worked together. Just how far can he go? He's someone that in his last performance showed a lot of lot of uh, talent. And uh, you're expecting a big year for him? If he keeps his head on on track, which I know he will, he's a good kid, very good kid. Uh He'd be a world champion. Just lastly, do you expect Dillian White to return to the ring in 2024? Do you know? That I don't know. But knowing Dill, yeah. You think you, you guys know, will stay together? Oh, yeah. You know, Dill is not going to go out like that. He's not going to do that. But, you know, I mean, as of right now, you know, we talk on the phone, but we don't talk about boxing. Okay. We just crack jokes and, you know, talk about We talk about everybody. And anybody, but we don't talk about boxing. Mentally, he's all good though. He's in a in a good. Yeah, he's great, man. I tease him about his dogs. You know, he loves his dogs. I tell him his dogs are punks. You know what I mean? And he's like, "Yeah, bring your ass to Portugal." I'm like, "I kicked your dog's ass," so you know. <laughs> <laughs> so we go back and forth, and then you know one good thing about Dill, I could say, is that when I'm in the UK, no matter who I'm training, he always calls and checks on me. And so does Chisora. Those two guys, they always call me at least once a week to see how I'm doing, to see if I need anything, to see if everything's okay. That is nice. That is nice. We like to hear So they, they, they're good guys, man. But Dale, you know, Dale is Dale. Dale's my man. Derek's my man. But, you know, they, they check on me, you know. And if they see something's not right, they're like, yo, buddy, don't make me call that motherfucker and make him. I'm like, yo, relax. You know, like they, they, they're good guys, man. But Dill, um, Dill and Derek, D and D, you know what I mean? Two good, they, they're great guys, man. I tell everybody, and I was telling the guy yesterday, and he was like, he said, what? He goes, Dylan, Derek, they check on you? I'm like, yeah. I'm like, no matter who I'm in camp with, no matter where I'm at, they call and check on me, man. They res- they've got to respect the OGs, though, right? Yeah, but they're good guys, man, both of them, man. Look, they're big and tough, but underneath all that, they're marshmallows, man. Well, buddy, you know I mean? it's always lovely to speak to you, brother. Um, Thank you for making the time for us. I know it's morning over where you are, so enjoy. Man, you know what time it is? And listen, man, I've been up. I've walked for 45 minutes, had breakfast, and uh, we had breakfast. You went outside so- and walked? Hell no, man. I was, I was gonna say it's like minus twenty six. You ain't doing that. Man, my, and that's why my black ass was inside on the treadmill. <laughs> <laughs> Buddy, always a pleasure. Lovely to speak to you. Um we look forward to Saturday night and hopefully catch up afterwards. All the best, brother. For sure, baby. Thank you. Thank you, buddy. Bye bye. Sports Social Podcast Network.